Faith podcast, which I'm super excited about. And I decided I'm going to start by praying first, and then I will tell you about me, and then I will bring on the fabulous guest for this evening. Sounds good? All right, let's get rolling, shall we? Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to just to speak to people tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to interview Michelle. Thank you for allowing us to be a voice for you, to be used for your glory and your kingdom, Father God. So we just ask that this time is turned over to you, that our words would glorify you, Father God. We ask that you bring the people that you want to hear this unique message that Michelle has, this message of how she has shifted out of her fears, how she's walking strong in her faith, how she is helping um, women, Christian women in business, Father God. So thank you for this opportunity to share and speak. We just turn all this time over to you. We praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. That's how I'm getting rolling tonight. So my name is Summer Day and welcome to Art Fear Into Faith podcast. I shift women out of fear and into faith so they can become a bold, unstoppable force for God. How's that sound for you? And I'm really excited. I just released my brand new ebook. And if you want a copy of my ebook, put ebook in the chat, okay? And it is called Fire Your Fear How to Stop Letting Fear and Anxiety Rule Your Life. So if fear and anxiety has been a thing for you and it's been ruling your life, comment ebook and we'll make sure we get you a copy of that. Who is excited for the guest that I have tonight? Michelle Schaefer is amazing. I'm so excited to interview her. I've actually gotten to interview her before. We have had a crazy wild ride of a friendship and um, it was all God how we met. It was absolutely 100% all God. I'm going to bring her on camera now. I've learned to do this. Hold on. Hit this. Bam! Ta-da! And then I have to unmute her. Did it work? Hi. Michelle is my gift from God when I was walking in obedience. Have you ever had God give you a gift for walking in obedience? Okay, let me just share really quick. God gave me a message at a Patricia King event to step out of pressure. And then, of course, God likes to test us once he gives us very clear directions. And um, just a few days later, I had a lot of pressure. And I chose to step out of it. And because I chose to step out of it, I just happened to be paying attention to Facebook and got a friend request from this blonde lady. I never accept friend requests. I'm usually so busy, but I did. And our lives have been radically intertwined since. It's been really, really awesome. She um, interviewed me on her podcast to support and promote our first Fear into Faith Live event. And then she came and she was a speaker and... She hooked us up with Auntie Anne from Auntie Anne's Pretzels, who also came and spoke, and her story's unreal. Michelle also contributed a story to our Fear into Faith journal, and Auntie Anne did as well. And she was a catalyst for getting a lot of the women's story for that journal. She is such a giving, bleeding heart. She really is. She just, when, when God says go, she's all in, and she has given her all in to me and friendship. She's given her all in to our fear into faith vision and what God's creating. And if you're, if you are lucky to know her, consider yourself extremely, extremely blessed. So Michelle, welcome to our fear into faith podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Are you excited to be here? So excited. And man, thank you. That was an amazing introduction. Sheesh. Well, you're kind of amazing. You're kind of a big deal. So there's that. (laughs) Well, I just, I just think it's awesome how God works and just my part of the story. I happen to have um, gotten on a call with a woman that was interested in being on the podcast. So I do like a pre-interview and she mentioned this. She said, asked me how she could pray for me. So I said, I'm thinking about planning this event. She goes, event, do you know this summer lady? I go, I don't. And she couldn't pronounce her last name. So she spelled it. So as she's spelling it, I'm typing it into Facebook and a friend requested you and the rest is in God's hands. That's literally how the whole thing happened. We spoke that night and like immediately, <laughs> her and I both in, like we were immediately in action within 30 seconds of meeting. Yeah. That's my favorite part is Michelle and I just, we couldn't stop messaging each other on messenger and God's like, just call her. I'm like, okay. So I called her on messenger and I'm like, Hey, um, I never call people I don't know. And she's like, okay, I never answer for people I don't know. So I'm glad we just got that out of the way. And then I think we talked for like 45 minutes. At least. And and the awesome thing was, it wasn't like we talked to getting know to get to know each other. It was as if we already did. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it we was literally, you know, how when, when you have a, like a really good friend, you can, as soon as you pick up the phone, could be six months, six days, six years, you continue the conversation. That's how it was with us. <laughs> so excited. And we have big things, both of us coming. So stay tuned for that. But right now we're going to ask Michelle some questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> that was my drum roll. <laughs> because it's called fear into faith. We're going to start with fear. And my question for you is, what story, and I know you have a lot, actually, do you want to share with us where you have um, suffered with fear or adversity in your life? I mean, which answer do you want? Do you want the one and a half hour answer? Or do you want the quick podcast version? I'll give you the well, podcast Well, we version. probably have to have the podcast version. I love it. I love that this is where your heart is and how you really help women to break free of this. Um, I, I would like to say this specifically about fear. Um, I'm like everybody else and I deal with fear just like everybody else, but I have never allowed fear to stop me. Um, so I have done things in the face of fear. Almost everything that I've ever done, almost every obstacle I've gone over, I have done it in the midst of tremendous, tremendous fear. Um, but I will, I'll share one story with you. Um, back in, I'm trying to think of how exactly to start this back in 20, in 2008, like the bottom was falling out of everything at, for everybody. Um, my husband had gotten offered a job to partner in on the corporate side with a network marketing company. And he was working, he was working from home and that was a great thing. Well, as about nine months into that, they uh, really wanted him to move to Florida, which is where their corporate office was. We live in California and we really prayed about it. And uh, you know, we're both native Southern Californians and it was going to be a really big move. So we prayed about it. We negotiated with them contracts wise. They were going to get me too because of getting him because we had been distributors in that company, network marketing distributors, and he was going to work corporately. So they were kind of like by default, I was getting a position in the, on the marketing team as well. Um, so we decided to make this big move and we were getting like a portion of, of like a tiny percent of ownership in the company and all these different things that we felt like, wow, what a blessing in the middle of this, the economy is falling down and God's giving us, he's handing us something to really sustain us. So we sold 80% of our stuff, put the rest of it in storage and took a tiny little trailer. Um, my son and my oldest daughter lived in San Diego. She stayed. My son moved out of our house, moved in with his dad because he was a senior in high school. And we took our, our baby who was in third grade at the time. And we drove across the country. Didn't have a place to live, lived in a hotel for three weeks as we were looking for a place to live, um, really knowing that we had followed this journey, um, this following, like being obedient to God. Well, to make a really long story short, the, the minute we arrived in the office, they broke our, their contract with us. And it just spiraled into this thing where within within 60 days, they weren't paying us. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a huge nightmare because we were all across the country away from everybody uh, by ourselves, not being paid. And I, I would lay in my bed at night and I'd say, God, you did not bring us here for this. So open a door or get us out. Like those are our two options. You open a door or you get us out because this is not why you brought us here. Um, so what what happened was some doors did open. We leased a house. I think we had a two-year lease on the house. The owner of the house called and said, is there any possible way you guys would want to break your lease? Because I, I need to sell the house. We were like, actually, yes. Well, the same, <laughs> week, the same week, Bobby's parents called us and said, is there any way you guys might be coming back? We want to rent the house to you, their house, because they wanted to move. They didn't want to sell the house. They wanted somebody to rent it. We were like, actually, yes. So we were like, okay, God's opening a door, but what are we going to do for like income? What are we going to do? Well, um, because of the connections we had made, uh, we decided we were going to start our own network marketing company. So we went on that journey and we were very proud of it. Uh, it was bathed in prayer. We had Isaiah 43 verse 18 and 19 on the back of every bottle and every box. And that verse is, uh, forget the former things. I am doing a new thing. I am making a way in the wasteland and streams in the desert. And, yes. it, was, and it was because uh, the theme of the company was this is a new era. This is a new era. And God brought us to this place so that we could create the opportunity for people that we wanted. Some, some, people that we were people that other people could trust. Well, a year and a half into that, we had investors that had invested more money in the company than we had invested. Um, we did all the work, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, they were just the money behind it. 
and we met quarterly for um, board meetings. Well, um, on August 31st in 2012, so it was almost two years into this journey as we were building this company, we go, we fly to another state for the board meeting and we were all excited. I had made this really amazing new marketing system and we were pumped to share with our investors kind of, we needed more money to do this thing. We were all excited about it. <laughs> Is anybody else right now going, I don't want to hear the next part. Oh, I don't want to hear the next part. So we, we go into the board meeting. It started at 9 a.m. By 9.15, we were back out in our rental car and they had kicked us out of the company that we had built for two years. Like, like literally from the time it took me to walk from the office to the rental car, they had shut off all of my emails and we were getting phone calls from the people in the company that had, uh, you know, that had signed up because of us, all of the, our distributors, our top distributors, because they were already calling from the time we walked from left the building to our car. So how, what is that? Three minutes. They just had people on speed dial and they were calling them. Um, that was one of the most professionally and emotionally devastating things I had ever experienced. Um, you know, talk about pu putting everything you had into it. Um, I was, I'm a teen mom. I had my daughter when I was 16, my son, when I was 19, I was divorced with two kids by the time I was 21 for me to be the co-founder and president of a company that we built. I helped formulate all the products. We were so passionate about it. It was a blow, a devastating blow that came so far, like it was so the rug being pulled out from under me. It was like, I couldn't catch my breath. And, um, I Having your company it. stolen from you, I can imagine that's painful. Oh, wait, I had that happen. <laughs> it's a. Uh, and let me guess really phenomenal things happen on the other side. And I want to hear the part where that was devastating and painful and rocked you, and God can use all things for good. Well, let me, let me, let me tell you the moment. So let me back up about, um, I don't know, maybe six months before that I was in Pennsylvania. You know, I know you just left Pennsylvania. I have a lot of amazing friends in Pennsylvania. I spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania with my company. I was in Pennsylvania. Um, one of the women on in one of the distributors in the team had introduced me to a man who, who gave, who spoke a prophetic word over me. And it was a very kind of weird and ominous prophetic word. And I don't know if you've ever, you've had prophetic words spoken over you. Some of them were so encouraging. They feel your soul. And some of them you're like, I don't really get that. This one was kind of an, um, it was ominous. It felt, I was like a little afraid of it. It didn't have any meaning to me at that time. Um, and, and all I could think about at that time, fast forward when, you know, August 31st, I kept hearing that over and over and God sent people almost every day to speak some type of a prophetic word over us. And I went into a pretty big depression because it was like, we had no income. What are we going to do now? <laughs> I mean, just all the things. And I remember the moment I got up out of bed one day because I had a really hard time getting up out of bed for a couple of weeks. And I just felt beat. I felt beat in a lot of ways. And I stood at the end of my bed and I looked up and I said, and I cried and I said, okay, God, I don't know why you did this. I don't understand why we had to go on that whole journey just to have it end. But if you don't want this for me, then I don't want it. I'm, I, I basically surrendered it to him at that moment. And, um, even though that doesn't mean that everything like I had phone calls and everything miraculously happened, but something happened in my heart. And I learned a level of surrender that, you know, my prayer for many years has been God align the desires of my heart with the desires of yours. Mm. If it's yeah. in my heart and I'm pursuing it and it's not aligned with you, like get it out. And, um, so that was a really tough season. Um, it, it forced us into decisions that we didn't think we'd have to make, but we did make, uh, we partnered with another company, not as owners, not as corporate people, as just bottom distributors, starting at the bottom of the barrel in network marketing again. And God bless that journey wildly. We've literally made millions as a result. And, um, I, I mean, it's, it's been a, you know, the after of that story of just being able to continue to walk forward in the, in the face of adversity that felt bigger than I was 
able to, you know, capable of handling, but God knew he knew so many things that I didn't know. I know for sure that he protected us. I know for sure that he allowed that to happen for a lot of things that I would learn in the position of president and co-founder of my own company, um, for things literally a decade later that I didn't need until then. And, you know, it says in his word, everything is for our good. And I believe that. So awesome. That's amazing. I love that. And I I know it has given you such a heart to serve women in business. That's really like where God is leading you. Okay. Let me check my notes here. My next question. (laughs) So when you kind of shifted out of that stuff and you said you had a hard time getting up for a few weeks, you got pretty beat down. What did you change in your daily life or your mindset that actually helped you shift out of that? Uh, it was, it's just a decision. I mean, for, for all of you, you think, oh, it's so easy. It actually is easy. It's just that you make a decision to, to do something. And until you make the real decision, like it's a decision, I, it starts here, like in your heart, but then it's the heart and the mind that come together. And in the Bible, it says that we have not been given a spirit of fear, but one of love, of uh, a sound mind and self-discipline of love, of a sound mind and self-discipline or love of power and, um, and discipline, you know, the ability to, uh, the ability to, to do that. It says in the word that that's what he gave us. And so I just believe that. And I believe that if I'm, if I make the decision that he has given my body the ability to do the thing, even if I don't want to. And here's the thing about a decision. A decision isn't, I feel like it, so I'm going to do it. A decision is I'm going to do it even when I don't feel like it. So I forced myself to get up out of bed. Uh, we were with a health and uh, a health and wellness company. So I made getting healthy my job. I just said, I'm. this is my job now. My job is to get healthy. My job is to get up every morning. My job is to learn how to, you know, steward my body in a new way. And I'm going to focus all of my energy on that. And, um, there was one statement that had a really big impact on me that I had probably heard a million times, but I heard it this in this season. And it was like, God himself spoke it to me. It was what you focus on expands. And I had been wholly focused on what had happened. I I went over and over over in my mind. I kept thinking about how they screwed us and how they lied to us and how embarrassed I was to tell this story over and over of how I would call people and they'd be like, wait a minute, I thought you owned the company. And I have to tell the story. I told the story hundreds of times, which was painful. But I realized that I was not able to move forward or heal because I kept thinking about it and focusing on it. So I made the decision that I was going to move forward. And then I stopped thinking about it. I started focusing on what was ahead, not what was behind. And that really helped me to um, renew my mind in a new way. It helped me to heal in a beautiful way. It helped me to stay focused on the promises that God gives us all through his word and to be able to even hear him um, more clearly. Because I think when we're stuck in the past, the enemy uses all this um, like a loop, like he'll use our own thoughts against us in a loop when we stay there. But when we focus all of our energy forward, that's when God, that's when we can hear God in new ways. Yeah. So good. I, I always say you can't reach for what's ahead of you until you let go of what's behind you. That's can you right. repeat what you said about the decision? You're like, yeah, it was so gravy. Do you remember what you said about the decision is deciding to do it even when you don't want to say that exact sentence again? How's that? Well, go? not sure if it'll be verbatim. <laughs> Nothing I do is summer. (laughs) Um, But, but a decision is like, people think, oh, I made the decision. I I made the decision. I'm going to eat clean now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to have soda pop. They think they make the decision and they like just haphazardly do it. And when it's easy, when they feel like it, they do it. But as soon as they feel weak, oh, you know, I, I wasn't really serious. A decision, really a real decision is doing it in the face of the moments you don't want to do it the most, that's where the decision is. The decision is never when it's easy. That's not a decision. That's just convenience. The decision is doing the thing when it's really hard and inconvenient. 
Yes. So good. So good. Okay. So that was what you changed. All right. So now you are really focused on lifting women up. You're focused on building a strong community of uh, Christian women in business specifically. Like God has really called you to bring him to the marketplace, which I just love. Um, Well, before we get there, because I know you're developing a lot of leaders and I think that's amazing. Would you give three tips of things that developing leaders can, um, can use when they're trying to shift out of their adversities or anything like that? What, 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 what tips, one tip or three steps or what, what do you want to share? Um, well, I, I think first leadership is, um, Everybody's leading somebody. And this is what I like to say to everybody is you're already leading right now. So how would you grade yourself? How would you grade yourself now on, on your, your, the way that you are leading other people? That's so good. It's kind of a self check, right? Like, Oh shoot. (laughs) You know, um, we think that leadership is this thing that you do when you get on a coaching call, when you have an appointment with somebody, but leadership is how you are, who you are every day, all day, how you drive around in your car, how you interact with somebody when your order is wrong or they're late. Leadership is all the time. It's not a thing. It's who you are. So that's probably my first thing that I say. Okay, to hold on. I'm going to pause you. So you're like leader. Everyone's leading someone. So grade yourself. How are you doing in leadership? And if you're watching live with us, I want to see that. Put in the chat. How are you doing in your leadership? Maybe you're like, oh, I'm not doing too bad. Or maybe you just got the punch in the gut from the Holy Spirit. And you're like, oh, Yeah. Sometimes people are waiting. They're waiting to step into leadership. They're like waiting for that moment. And they're not realizing that the mom is leading the kids in the home or whatever it is. A lot of people have more people looking up to them than they realize. Um, I'm really passionate about this because it's a, it's, it was the design of the enemy to make women think that they weren't leaders. I mean, think about it in all, since the beginning of time, every society, every religion, women have been held down. Every one of them, women have been put on the back burner. They've been put down. They've been marginalized, victimized. Why? Because women are are less than? No, it's because the enemy has known since the birth of Eve who we were designed to be and the impact that we could have on the kingdom. And we women have played into the role. We've played into the role. Well, listen, I'm not a leader because I'm not this, or my husband is the leader, but God took us out of the side of Adam, not the foot of Adam. So we were designed to stand. (laughs) That's so good. He took us out of the side of Adam to stand next to him. So good. So good. I love that. Um, Okay. I want to know, like, give me one or two of sort of the leaders that you have followed in your career. Either these are speakers that you, you know, binge listen to, like who's been your, your role models in your journey as a Christian businesswoman? (laughs) This is a very, you don't realize that this is a super loaded question for me. Um, And it's funny because I'm going to be honest with my audience right now. I went over all the questions with Michelle and Holy Spirit just told me to ask you that. And it was not one of the ones I told her I was going to ask. This is a loaded one for me because um, I asked a hand, not a handful, a small handful of women over about over the time span of about 15 years. Every now and again, I would come across a woman who I I really felt respect for. um, And I would ask her if she would mentor me. And none of them None of them were in a season where they could. And I was so devastated by this. It, it hurt me. I was like, what's wrong with nobody was that mentor me? What's wrong with me? And I would, I was mad at God. I was like, I mentor people all the time. It's what I do. Like, don't you want somebody to mentor me? And the Lord very clearly told me that he was to be the person that I followed, that he was to be the one that I modeled after, that I was to lean on him for mentorship. And I did. Um, I have, 
I, I, I read a lot of books. Um, I have gone to a lot of events, but there has never been a singular person that I could say that I have modeled myself after this. I have done everything in my power summer to model myself after the example that Christ left for us. Um, because we as humans are like, we're problematic. Like we have problems, we have baggage, we have things. And it, it, as human beings, we lift human beings up on this pedestal and that is never okay. And so I want to only lift up Christ onto that pedestal. Um, so I've read, like I said, I've read all the books. I do all the things. I have a lot of podcasts that I listen to, and I think they're all amazing. Would I say that they mentored me? I would say that they have been absolutely part of my growth, but who has mentored me has been Christ and Christ alone. Woo! Preach it. That's like the best answer ever. That's so good. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Okay. So let's talk about what you have um, coming up. What's next for you? <laughs> so many things, but I'll tell you the one that I'm most excited about um, is our live and in-person um, event called Activate. I'll tell you why it's Activate in a minute, but it's going to be uh, 1,500 women gathering together to fellowship, to learn, to up-level. We're going to have um, the event, an expo. We have a live prayer room, the war room that we're going to have women on standby to pray for women. I know that there's going to be miracles that happen at that event. We're having an awards gala with music and a charity auction and the awards gala is for every, like we're going to celebrate each other. So all these other industries have, you know, annual awards and special things, but as entrepreneurs, we don't get squat. Like we're at home, you know, <laughs> we're at home like, Hey, I hit a huge sales goal. Yay. Okay. Mom, what's for dinner? Like we very rarely get to celebrate ourselves and each other for the hard work all year, mm -hmm. but at activate every year, we're going to do that. So we're literally going all out red carpet. Um, it's going to be dressy and fun. We're giving away $5,000 grants and scholarships to women. I mean, we're just doing all the things. So that's in April in Dallas, Texas, April 7th through the 9th. And you, my friend, will be speaking on the main stage. I was going to say, and I heard there's this really incredible speaker that might be there. <laughs> yes, I'm really excited to be one of the speakers at your event. Thank you so much for, for asking me. So, um, yeah, we get to take the stage twice together next year, maybe three or four at times. Least. Yeah, at I was going to say, at least. We're on, Michelle and I are on the 10-year plan together. We've decided, like, we both are doing really huge things over the next decade, and we're all in with each other. So, yes, it's um, Activate. And um, if you're a Christian woman in business, I highly suggest that you get there. You know, we have our next Fear into Faith live uh, in San Antonio, Texas, January 28th through 30th. And you can meet Michelle in person. She will be there. She'll be dropping some fire of a message. Um and I mean, I love our event. I love it. And I'm so glad you're doing a Christian women in business one because we don't teach anything. We're not talking about business at the fear into faith. It's just fully all, all that. And I want to go to a conference where it's Christian women and all about business so that I can learn from some really great people. And I have to say, I was on a call with you and all of the speakers and just, I love your humility on this. Every time I'm like your event, you're like, this is all the Lord. Like the Lord is driving this. I'm just, this is not my event. It's the Lord's event, which is exactly what I kept saying about fearing to faith live. I'm like, I don't know what God's doing here. Just keep saying yes. And you just keep saying yes. Oh, also you're going to have like a hundred vendors there. So Ladies, if you um, you know, have a product and you want to be able to have a vendor table, um, make sure you reach out and contact uh, Michelle. We'll put um, all of the all of the links and all of the things in there. But she's still taking applications for vendors to be able to be um, at that event. Um, I don't know. Are we going to do a deal on tickets or something? Or what can we do for the people listening at home? Um, I'll tell you what, if uh, you reach out to me and you want to be a vendor, I'll take a hundred dollars off the, off the booth fee. Um, if you, if you're wanting to do that, just uh, so you'll message me or, or something. I don't know how you'll have to tell 
like find me somewhere and say I was on Summer's Live. Uh, just, <laughs> just say Summer Day and I'll know. And um, I will give you a special coupon code if you want to do that, if you want to be one of our vendors. So I will just say this, a vendor gets a ticket, so you get to come to the event. And um, for those that are like, I want to go to the event, but you know, I'm like, I'm a VIP, so I want a VIP ticket. The VIP, um, the VIP tickets for the event, you have a special VIP lounge for the duration there will be snacks. You can have professional headshots done while you're there because we're going to have a professional photographer up in the booth um, and lots of other really cool things for that as well. And, and I just want to say this. Summer's having an event in January. I'm having an event in April. I literally live and breathe that there is no competition in the kingdom. Even if yep. Summer and my were, I were doing the same type of event for Christian women in business or to help women break through, I would still promote Summer's event. She would still promote mine because yep. there's no competition in the kingdom. And I, I just want to say this to those of you that are like, well, if I'm going to one, I don't need to go to the other. Yeah, you do. If you're feeling the nudge to go to both, then God wants you to go to both. And your job is to be obedient. Then I would just want to say this about competition. Like look at any of your fingers, any of these right here, there is an imprint on your finger that nobody in the history of the world before you has ever had. And nobody in the history of the world after you will ever have. If that alone does not share with you that we are supposed to be unique and that we are one of a kind, then nothing else will. Nothing else will. So there's room for everybody, everybody's calling, everybody's journey. It's needed and um, it's supposed to be unique. So good. Preach it up in here. I love it. I love it. Um, Yes, even if our events were the same, because here's the deal. I agree with Michelle and I, you've heard me say that like, I believe we are already in the greatest revival that anyone alive on this planet has seen. And I believe that revival hangs on the unification of women, the unification of women. And there is no better way to get united with women than being in the room with them. Like COVID kept us isolated. The enemy wants us isolated. That is where the darkness can get in. And, and, and so if you can go to two, three, four, ten 10 live events and be in the room with people, that is where like, things are imparted gifts are imparted that that that's where you will get connections and you will change as michelle says you'll change on a cellular level you'll change on a cellular level i'm going to quote my friend brandy i'm pretty sure she's watching my friend brandy has been going to um um personal development events and and has like estimated like a quarter of a million dollars into her own personal development. And she came to the event this summer and has just like been on fire ever since she was just telling me today that that event has changed the trajectory of my life, my children and my grandchildren from one event. She's created this incredible program and don't worry, I'm interviewing her. You're going to hear all about her program, all about what God's creating through her. Um, it's just been amazing, but she has just skyrocketed after the event and is not coming down. What would have happened if Brady was not in that room? And you bet your bottom dollar, Brady's going to speak at my event, but she's also going to be at Michelle's. She's going to make sure that she is in the room with people and specifically women that are making things happen. So if you are especially a go-getter and you feel that fire in your belly, you're like, yes, I am here to change the world on a cellular level, then you will be at our January event and you will be at Michelle Michelle's event in April. And if you live in Texas, you ain't got no excuse. You can drive and we are right around the corner. But yes, get in the room. Get in the room with the people who have what you want and can teach what you want who are living what you want. If you want more faith, get in the room with people who have more faith. If you want to make more money, hello, did you hear the word millions come out of Michelle's mouth? She's made millions. You want to make millions? Get in the room with the people who have made the millions. That is the best way. We used to do this in our society. We used to do this thing called like internships where you would like learn underneath somebody. That is where the magic happens. I've been interning, coaching with Dr. Chloe's fluid this year. My faith has radically shifted by literally coaching with a prophetess. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. But I'm spending time with her. So I'm learning to walk, talk, and emulate her. So I hope that you all choose to join um, join us for our Fear and Faith live event, January 28th through the 30th. And join Michelle and I at Activate. I believe Activate's going to be 
huge. I believe this Christian women in business uniting. Oh my gosh. And our goal would be to create as many millionaires as possible. Like let's get 1500 women there and 1500 women make a million dollars the next year. Can you even imagine the kind of power that God can have behind the movement like that? So I pray that you, you join us and you want to be a part of that. Oh, there's Brandy. She's joining in. The frequency of the room will be on fire. Yes, the frequency of the room will be on fire. Uh, last but not least, if you didn't hear earlier, I just released an ebook. It's called Fire Your Fear, How to Stop Letting Fear and Anxiety Rule Your Life. So if that's been something you've struggled with, put ebook in the chat and I will give you a free copy of my ebook. I am also doing a free four-hour workshop called Fear into Faith um, on December 5th. So if you want to go to the free workshop on December 5th, I will be talking a lot about conquering your fears. We're going to do a whole section on how to hear from God. And I'm going to do two sections specifically on setting you up for success for 2022. So if you want to get some tangible tools and actionable steps on how you can launch into success and start 2022 off with a bang, not just with like a vision, but actually an actual plan on how to go crush 2022 um put gold crusher in the chat if you are ready and you're like yes please give me the gold crusher formula put gold crusher in the chat and i'll make sure that you join us at our free event on december 5th michelle fabulous beautiful michelle any last parting words you would like to share with the women i think i just want to say this you talked about women uniting well God gave me the same sentence, kind of, in, at the end of 2019. Told me we were about to see a massive shift in the church, which I think we have, number one. And number two, he told me we were at the precipice of the largest revival that the world had ever seen, and women were going to be the catalyst for that revival. And I am just excited to be a part of it. Um, I'm so honored with the uh, caliber of women that God is surrounding me with. And, you know, you're in that lineup, Summer. And uh, it is it's pretty powerful to watch what happens when you, when you take your, <laughs> this is probably going to sound negative, but, but when you take your kind of ego and pride and you put it to the side and you just say, God, you do what you want to do with me. I'm going to take whatever this dream or whatever this idea that I had, I'm going to put it on the side. I'm going to let you steer the ship. It is remarkable what happens when you humble yourself and surrender to his plan for you. Um, because I promise it's actually better than your plan. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And amen. I, I, I just love it. Like the time for, for us to be united is now. And I can tell you, Michelle and I are just on the trajectory for the kingdom to skyrocket. We're going to be the Isaiah 40, 31 Eagles up here, Eagles up here. And so I pray that y'all join us, um, as many opportunities as you can, Michelle, you are so fabulous. I said, put gold crusher in the chat and you know what I love? Someone put gold crusher, gold crusher. I want to be a gold crusher too. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Ladies, thank you so much for, um, for watching. And I just want to remind you that you were made on purpose and with purpose for such a time as this. That Esther anointing is on you for such a time as this. And you were created by a master who calls you a masterpiece. Do you get that? You are literally a masterpiece. And it is time for you to skyrocket into that calling on your life. Not the small one, not the little one, the big giant one. Because we do not have any more time. We do not have any more time. Your time is now. So I pray that you jump all over that. All right. Thanks for tuning in. You're amazing. I love all of you. You can feel free to share this anywhere you want. Tag any women that need to be inspired by Michelle's message of overcoming. Women that are in business, get this out there and let them know there's a conference for Christian women in business. I'm so excited. Yay! Bye, Thank friends. You.